Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Outkick 360 is back. We hope everyone had a great long weekend, Memorial Day weekend, alongside Chad Withrow and Paul Kuharski. I'm Jonathan Hutton. Lance Lee is back as well. Jacob Swanson. David Lance. Reed is the chairman of the board. Sarah Triplett is here. Becca Risley and Sleepy Danny down the hall. As we broadcast live from Studio G in Nashville, Tennessee, Blackbird Studio, the Blackbird Academy. They've got it all here. We've got a jam-packed show here as well. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good to good see morning. everyone. Paul, Lance, it's been a while. Lance is you like... out on Friday, and then we had the long weekend, yeah. so it's good seeing it's you. good to be back. I listened to some of uh, Friday's show on my way in this morning. Lance, you're like crowds at sporting events. You don't realize how much you miss something until it's back. It's good to see you. We yes. You. I yes. wish you had gone to an exotic locale and came back with stories. Instead, you... Did yard work. <laughs> That's a kick very back and responsible relax. man is what I I'm do, hearing right uh, now. Like, he took not, this time uh, to do some yard work. I do not like these non-vacation vacations. I want stories. Uh, <laughs> I want to take a vacation myself. There could be some, uh, there's going to be some back surgery in the family that's going to uh, potentially affect our vacation plans, but we need to get up and see some grandparents. Um, that's got to be coming. A little mini vacation coming up this coming weekend. Yeah, we're uh, headed. Angie and I are headed to Asheville. You guys our love Our favorite Asheville. driving spot. And, uh, well, it, this God, is going to be. You're this like is, hippies. This is the first night Angie's been away from both kids in almost two years. So uh, she wanted to be somewhere that if we got a call, we could be back in yep. four hours. Reasonable. Uh, in but a reasonable amount of, could, uh, amount of time. Do you ever so. think about going west or north or south? As we did. You know, in uh, fact, we, uh, we first booked in Louisville, so north. But Kentucky apparently is still under lockdown. It's like 50% capacity at restaurants. It's a mask mandate everywhere. And we're like, to hell with that. I found We go to North Carolina and Asheville, like you would think, is it's a hippie haven. So I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of regulations in Asheville. Nope, they're wide open in Asheville, but not in Louisville. I found, if I found Louisville to, Louisville to be uh, underwhelming. Yeah, it's, again, if you're looking at driving distance, there's a lot of, Good places from Nashville that's within driving distance, but um, not a lot that excites you. The yum yum. It's going to be Atlanta, Memphis, Knoxville, Asheville, uh, Louisville, Cincinnati. If you want to go equidistant, yeah. from Asheville Atlanta. scores high there, and I haven't been. A- Asheville is great. We love it. All my, all my Asheville knowledge is uh, has some distant relatives there, and it, it's you telling <laughs> tall tales. Which are more yeah. for the VIP uh, are you, meetings. Are you? Are you staying the online the, only? Story. Are you staying at the Biltmore? We are not. <laughs> if we could stay at the Biltmore, no. I'd certainly try to stay at the Biltmore. You can't see it. it there's no staying at the Biltmore. Um, but well, there's a Biltmore. There's next a Biltmore, to the Biltmore village that's like uh, Hampton Inn is there, and there's like a shopping center 
but you don't go and stay at Oh the, no, the hotel the hotel that is there, I remember, is there a hotel attached to like I'm saying the Biltmore, the actual mansion you can't stay in, but is there a hotel on the ground? There's like a resort right there that, okay. that is uh, a step up from a Hampton Inn. Have you stayed there? We, I would hope. We like to stay yeah. downtown. Uh, there is a Grove Park Inn, which is a high-end resort that's owned by Omni. That's sort of it's like five minutes away from downtown. Walkable or we've been and walked around, but like there's like fifteen presidents have stayed there. Yeah. It's been around since the eighteen hundreds. Are you walking home from dinner there or is it a like No, a quick we're not Uber? we're not staying there. <laughs> Let me clarify. <laughs> if you stay there. I'm telling you the nicest place in, in uh, if you Asheville. stay there, we're are you walking there. home from, from no, the no, no, strip? No, no. So we, we like to stay downtown because we can just walk, park our car for the night. The day and night and walk everywhere we're going to go i'd like Looking to forward go there. to it i'd like to go there i love that this was a big weekend for vacations for a lot of people and a lot of people are probably on vacation this week and i'm previewing a vacation next week <laughs> while everyone else is on vacation the weather in nashville was killer i mean yesterday was a lovely day but it was still in the 70s and breezy i mean i took the boys to the pool but it wasn't like i was jumping in the water it's not a good pool weekend no well not your wise. traditional well, memorial was day like pool canada. yeah it's like may in canada on saturday yeah. night i mean it was what 50s high 40s Late in the night? Simon Crazy. was complaining it was hot. He was playing basketball with some friends. I'm like, dude, you got to recalibrate. This is not Nashville hot by any means. No. Um, so, you know, take it while we get it. I, uh, I, I, you know, we have an outdoor living space that we don't use hardly at all. I'm an indoorsman. Um, <laughs> and and Jake so, like look, it was, it was nice <laughs> out. And I was doing some, some, uh, some work that I, I had to do at my computer. And I had some stuff I wanted to read on my iPad. And I said, I'm going to go outside and sit, you know, yeah. and just enjoy the breeze. So I go out, outside. And I don't want to sell out my neighbor, but I'm going to sell out my neighbor. My neighbors on the one side are of Indian descent. They have. Uh, they the ones that cut down the trees. A teenage. Set. No, no. They're those, oh, okay. those people are further back. These are very nice people. I don't see them very often at all. I, I don't see a lot of people in my neighborhood very often at all. Because you're an endorsement. I, well, because I'm an endorsement, and because everybody's got their own stuff going on. I think people get home for late yeah. dinner, and that's it. It's neighborhood life in a lot of places. But I go out to the back porch. They have a screened-in back porch that's you know not too far from my back porch. And the son, who I think is a recent high school graduate getting ready for college, is watching a movie out on his back porch. This family is of Indian descent, and this movie is not in English. Not that there's, uh, that's not a big factor in this. It's at 11. The, <laughs> the movie is being played at 11. And He's it sounds alone. like something like Kill Bill. It's a very loud movie with a lot of screaming and fighting. Something Jacob Swanson would love. A Jacob Swanson type movie. It's, right. a, it's a ninja or a fighting movie. They're watching John Wick at 100 on the volume is what you're saying. And I'm out trying to get some peace and just read <laughs> on my iPad. And I've got this ninja movie playing at 11. Now, I've calmed down a little bit. But I'm thinking to myself, here I live in this nice neighborhood with this nice outdoor space that I never use. <laughs> this is the first time I've come out here outside of like sitting for five minutes Just with to Simon to talk about something or coming to, to find a dog and petting the dog for a few minutes. But the first time in recent memory that I've said consciously, I'm going outside. Yeah. 
for a little quiet to enjoy the breeze and to read. And I'm greeted with the soundtrack of this film, <laughs> which is like, I'm saying 11, but I'm really underscoring the right. volume. And so, you know, what? I'm like so uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'm, am I going to say something? Am I going to do something? You know, I, if I called over there, there's no way he could hear me <laughs> over the volume. A couple times it gets quiet. And I'm like, oh, he's done. But no, it's just a pause in the film. It was just a speaking part. And then went right back into the action. <laughs> yes, a, a calm part of the film. But then another fight breaks out. So I'm just going about my business. I'm very good. Serenity now kind of thing. Just sure, reading, sure. <laughs> reading <laughs> Peter King. I can tell King, the serenity's really just pouring over you at this Reading Peter King. I even went inside and got some chips. And I got this new drink. I had some chips. I had hydrated with some, some sweet potato chips. And wouldn't you know, about 20 minutes later, the film ended. I thought it was a, just another calm moment in the movie, and I'm like, oh, it's coming back. Don't worry, it's coming back. Didn't come back. So I kind of, I out-endured him. Could you hear the movie in your home? Once I had heard it outside, there's no way I wasn't going to hear it inside. If I had never gone outside, I probably wouldn't uh, have heard uh, it. Totally fair that he's outside watching that movie then. If, you can, if you're next door to him and he uh, is playing a movie yeah, and you But there's no inside. reason he had to play it that loud. Yeah, we we have. It doesn't a, matter how loud it is if you can't his, hear it in your home. That's my point. Yeah, but I don't know that the whole neighborhood needs to hear I'm it just, outside. I, I want to applaud nice you day. for not yeah. doing what you normally would have done and blown up on the kid and yelled something across the yard, causing a very awkward situation with you and this kid and the family. I did think about texting his dad. I came close <laughs> to texting his dad. I didn't. But I was going to say, hey, I, for I'm, show purposes, I wish you would have yelled. I, I was just going to say, hey, man, I'm out here in the back, <laughs> trying to, uh, you know, enjoy a little piece on my patio, and, and the movie's really loud. I, I wonder if you might ask your son to turn it down. A few I wish we knew the movie. I'm telling you, it's probably John. I Wick. wonder, could I have? Uh, what's the app? Shazam the movie? Yeah, you should have. Damn. Told us. That would, or great, just gone inside. Twenty-four and hours the movie. later, that is great, hunch. What if you were listening to the movie and you thought this is, sounds pretty entertaining? I'm going to go inside and stream it now. <laughs> instead of hearing about it on the porch. I'm you think go I could have got sub, a subtitled version? I think that would have been great. At any rate, Serenity now won. Uh, I've got a new grill. Speaking of uh, outdoor living spaces, I still have a patio. I do not have the official outdoor living space just yet, but uh, grill over the weekend. Uh, first attempt on this bad boy was a, a big success, uh, almost too successful. Too uh, successful. Too successful. <laughs> they had too now many burgers. I have, I have set the bar really high based off the first attempt. That, that's, that's the problem here. Uh, the food was not burned, and it was not too rare. It was perfect. And now the expectation is uh, we're going to uh, at least a four-star minimum restaurant every night that, that Hutton grills out. In the so, yes. yes. Here's amazing. You better get about that Martini McBride cookbook. Uh, I've got that's it. floating around we, here at Blackboard we, we, Studios got it. and start grilling off of that. So when the Huttons moved into their previous residence, yeah, you had a little bit of a housewarming event. Yeah, and I, I wasn't even married at the time. Okay, so we brought you as part of a housewarming gift. 
an MTSU spatula, <laughs> right, I, I, or a, a, a grilling tool. Yes, yes. Which I think you could actually sear like the Middle Tennessee logo onto yeah. a burger and, or and something like that. And let's just pause like there. It, it, you're right. It has the indentation of the MT logo, and I thought about that. I don't know. As that I saw, but, but if you do that, like it, to me, you ruin it, the flavor it, of the meat. That's not yeah. what it's for, right? It's, it's not a decorative. it's not a brand. It doesn't do that. It's just decorative. It's just nice to have the right. logo when you're flipping the spatula. And it's more it hangs on your grill, and, yeah. and, and you it. have yeah. it there. But uh, so, how long ago was this? It had to be this ten was years. This two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve. We gave this to to yeah. Jonathan. So Claire texts me last night a picture of this. And says, I believe you gave us this. We're finally getting to use it. Now, this is unbelievable memory to me. I mean, we got many gifts for housewarming, wedding, and stuff. I couldn't tell you who gave us what. I have three dishes that came from Pier 1. We broke the fourth that were from my dear friend Rich, who passed away. So, like, these have sentimental value because the guy died. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you who gave us virtually anything. Teresa might remember some. But that she sent me this text last night with the picture of the item and said, I believe you gave us this and we can finally use it is phenomenal to me. I'm like, my God, they bought a grill and she's remembering that we gave her this. That's <laughs> See, I got a better text because I got a text from Hutton with a picture of the meat. Yeah. And it looked delicious. Did you give him the meat? It looked, it looked melt in your Didn't mouth. Did you give uh, him the meat? Oh, he I gave him the meat. Him the meat. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, he, he provided that me. That was more of a wedding gift. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a housewarming gift. That was about, that was what I gave him on, a, on a, his bachelor party in, in New Orleans. Actually, it took place in Asheville. Nine months oh. later, nothing nothing showed up. After there was a, Paul. Him. There was there was there was a reason we stayed on that side of the street. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Just, lady or gentleman. Lady know, or gentleman. Uh, no, but so now the expectation. Uh, it's all rise for the grill, so you guys can can bring over your you're, your you're choice gonna, of meat. You're Let's gonna love it. Like I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's one. We're in the market for a grill. It's uh, I, I do, we grill two or three times a week, and sometimes oh. just throwing hot dogs on for the girls. You know, it could be as easy as that. But it's once you get to the weekend, if you have no plans, you'll find yourself. Hey, I want to go to the butcher shop. I, we have one in Mount Juliet that I frequent, and go and find some something I'm going to put on the to, grill. Uh, I'm I'm going to shop in the next couple days, and I'm going to send Hutton's pictures of what I'm thinking of buying to see if he considered the same grill and what he thinks. So I, well, I went to a, a very well-known lawn and garden and home improvement store. Um, no free plug, so we're not going to no say free which. Plug, but the, the orange logo one. And the, the, the salesman there on the grills, I was asking about everything. I'll see if you guys appreciate this or if you would expect a bit more. From, from the business side of things, he was terrible. But he walked up. He goes, "What are you looking for? Like, what is your goal in this new grill? Cook I, to cook meat. Well, to cook. But but he was like, are <laughs> yeah, you I, are I know you entertaining? <laughs> How many people are you entertaining? How big is your family? And I was like, it's just uh, Claire and I. Claire was with me. And I and you know Claire's thinking big. She's like, if we have guests over, you need to be able to do this. I'm like, yeah. Are you going to smoke brisket or are you going to grill hot right. dogs and steaks? Exactly. And, and he goes, honestly, I, I would go with the cheapest gas grill that we have. Like that was his sales pitch. He was like, if well, it's appreciate the honesty. He goes, he goes, any of these grills will accomplish the same thing you're trying to pull off. So here. here's I love this no commission apparently. And this guy. Right. Uh, if I'm his employer, right. the orange logo company you're talking yeah. about, I hate this approach. Yeah. Here's the salesman that I really don't like is when you get the guy or girl that puts their opinion on everything that you're trying to ask about. So if you ask, you know, hey, gas or charcoal? 
and it's a big charcoal person, well, you're never going to get a great sear and a great flavor <laughs> on gas because charcoal is the only way to go. And I'm here and I'm thinking, see, this is it's someone that's just coming from a very tilted point of view that's they're basically selling to themselves because this is their preference. They're not telling me the benefits of all of them. Right. They're just going all in on one or the other. I don't want that. I want you to inform me on what I'm getting with each brand or now, what I'm getting with each style. I, I will but say. But the charcoal community will look down on the gas grill community till the end of time. I don't these, like the charcoal community. But the, these these grills, Paul, as you walk in, and, and Chad well, well knows, they sell themselves. Like they're, oh, they're, these Traegers that they have now. They're beautiful. They're unbelievable, they're and they're all controlled through your phone, which everything is controlled through your phone now. Do but I want to cook through my phone. Oh, you can be inside and set and start it up. You can you can set the the settings. You can it'll tell you exactly what your what temperature of the meat is. I mean, it's nuts. It's amazing. Uh, so, like when when you see this, it you, you don't need a salesperson on the floor to sell you on the price. And it, it, it just engulfs the smaller <laughs> yeah. gas grills next to it. You need to build a new deck. You feel like how some of these. You feel like less of a man by rolling out one of these uh, these gas grills, the four hundred dollar version gas right. grills, because of what's sitting next to it. Um, so it's not like he was. He was like, if you're if you're wanting to go big, we've got some Traegers over here that will do the trick, right? You can go and you can go somewhere else and get the green egg. But I, I was like, look, beginner here, I just want the standard grill. And he was like, anything, like, he's like, it doesn't matter what you pay, it's going to accomplish the same goal. Here's what they won't tell you about that, though. The, the gas grill, we moved in almost a decade ago. I've had the same $350, $400 gas grill the yeah. whole time. No issues. Uh, have grilled on that bad boy, have no problems. And here's the other thing. The Traegers are great. Dwayne G on, uh, on Twitter saying he highly recommends the Traeger grill. I actually like to grill. Like, I like to flip the meat. I like to see how it's cooking. I like to move it around to different heat spots yeah. on the grill. These uh, char the, the big green egg or the Traeger, these things that you just sit meat on and you go away for hours or you go away for 10 minutes and it gives you a timer. You I'm okay with that. that. Yeah, like it's very low maintenance, but I actually enjoy the process of grilling. Like if I'm cooking a bunch of burgers on a grill, I want fire and I want shutting the lid and opening it back up and flipping. And I... I guess I get this from my dad, who we always joke. He has like a water bottle, a squirt bottle, and this thing gets so hot. He looks like he's in backdraft, <laughs> fighting, fighting the war. You know, he's he's the Baldwin brother that's in backdraft, sweaty, throwing water on it. Flames are going up. He can't contain it, going nuts the whole time. But we love watching him do. It. And I guess I get it from that. But I actually like the process of grilling that you don't get with the better grills. There is a grilling community on YouTube. Shout out to the grilling community. Shout out because I, I, you know, I YouTube video, how-to video, like, just like I would my car if I'm trying to change a, a device on my car. Uh, and there's a great marker for that too. But like the, I, I'm going all in my, in my my personal YouTube feed is the algorithm of grilling now because I asked one question nice. about setting up the grill at the proper temperature. And now like there's all these tutorials. It's really simple, even though like for me. I I would sit back and let uh, let my dad or the father-in-law uh, grill because they're the masters at it. While we're on customer service, Simon for fifth grade graduation, he, and this is amazing. He doesn't want a lot of stuff, but we've offered him a couple times a new bike because he clearly had outgrown his bike, and he was like, "No, nah, I'm good." Yeah. But he really has outgrown this bike. So for fifth grade, in the card that we wrote him, we said, "Let's new go bike. get a new bike." And so we did that on on Friday. 
And uh, I have to give a shout out to customer service at um, Dick's. Academy had nobody in the bike section, didn't do anything. And they didn't have a good selection of bikes at all. We walked into Dick's and I just did a quick look on my phone, like how to size a bike for a kid. And I was like, I think he's a 24. And we walked past the bike guy and he goes, no. He looked at him for a second. He goes, no, he's a 26. And took it from there. And boom, he's got a new 26 red bike that he is absolutely in love with. And only when he got on this bike was he like, oh, yeah, I needed a new bike. Like, sees the difference. But uh, this guy was the kind of guy you want who, like, sized up a kid with his eyeballs because he deals in bikes all day with kids and knows exactly what a kid needs. And so Simon was like, so that's good. that was good customer service? And I talked him through the difference between <laughs> we were at the other store right. and they didn't even have bikes your size and there was nobody over them. We went to this store and the guy looked at you for two seconds and told us what you needed. Yeah, that's, that's good perfect. customer service. How shocked are you when someone's that good at their job? Nowadays, like nowadays, it's a it's, miracle. It's sad, but I'm just shocked when I get mission. that level of customer service. Yeah, it, yeah you, you bring it up yeah. because it's so good. And I tell him that. I say, you see Dad all the time uh, point out bad stuff. Look at how much we praised that guy and said something to the manager on our way out about a guy who knew exactly what he was doing. It's, it's a wonderful thing. It shouldn't be such an exceptional thing. Reed, did you have a good weekend? He's in the back here. He'll uh, get back to a set, us, the 45-second yeah, we'll, delay. We'll get the 5- to 10-second delay here in just a moment. He'll tell us during break. That's right. Sarah uh, had a wonderful, long holiday weekend. Yeah, here's the thumbs up from Reed. Uh, because she had to post Jacob Swanson's Instagram takeover all weekend. <laughs> and so Jacob would, just like I did the weekend prior, and, and Sarah's great at this, um, you have a photo, a video, whatever you want, send it to her. She does the posting for us. It's simple. Uh, and we're also Instagram illiterate is what that She means. also knows Instagram uh, tricks. I, I don't even know where to find right. the, the options that she posts right. on there. With She's terrific at this. So it's, it's amazing. It's, it's perfect. Um, although I, I do feel like Jacob, I, I don't know how to gauge this. I was expecting more, like it, it was a raw Instagram feed. I was expecting like, extra rare like instead of you know you have your medium medium rare rare i was expecting raw yeah just straight raw and straight I, out of the cow we got we, yeah, we got rare not raw i think is how we we explain this well he struck a theme um, on sunday and they just banged it home bang bang yeah. bang 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 yeah and the variety was out the window um the cats were a huge hit cats were big the uh taxidermy was a huge hit and then everything in between people probably thought who, is Who has hacked their account? Yeah, yeah. right. And um, if you're if you're into just some obscure stuff, which Jacob, we, that's why we love him, uh, and that's why we gave him the keys to the car this weekend. Um, check out the Instagram feed. You know, there were certain people that were just you know, scrolling to the top of the Instagram feed, and the Outkick yeah. 360 would pop up, and they would see, you know, um, for example, Satan worshiping Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, and then uh, they would have to look up at the top and say, is this, why, is this, is this Outkick 360 sent me this, this model t-shirt right here? This, yeah. this exact one? This, this exact same one? They would one? think it was the Schefter account that I was yeah, on was, Dante Hightower. Right, it's right. the confused man meme, right? The, what? Huh? <laughs> it's having to do a double take if they didn't know the premise and didn't know that Jacob had taken over, like, was this meant to be sent out publicly or is this a joke amongst friends? 
And that's what I like about the Instagram takeover. We've got some uh, really cool ones coming up, too. We've got oh, some yes, amazing back and forth in the uh, YouTube chat about your grill stance. Um, What's the... Ooh, ooh, no, uh, Chad's. Ooh, ooh, wham, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your game. It's like, I'm with Chad on U-dub. this exclamation mark. Is it U-Dub? U-Dub? Yeah, U-Dub. All right, and then Darren Hobbs, a former production yeah. assistant, Darren. who's a, one of our biggest supporters in the world, said... I've never heard someone give a worse take with such confidence than Chad on gas grills. <laughs> so he's so he's the guy you hate. He's a charcoal guy. He's a charcoal he guy. He says, I'm if you just want to flip burgers, then it's whatever. Then that's what you want to do. do a brisket ribs or quality steak. What get I, a tray. I mean, uh, does Darren does his do his ears still work? Because <laughs> I said if if you're going in there, I gave the exact specification. If you want to smoke brisket, you're going to need a big green egg. Or one of those, yeah. or Traeger, or something like that, uh, with charcoal and, and all of that, wood pellets. If you want to just grill steaks and burgers and hot dogs, a gas grill is just fine. And I don't taste a big difference. Is I hate to break this grill? to the charcoal community. I don't taste some overwhelming difference I'm with you too. by it's charcoal a, and gas. It, it's how you marinate the meat. This is That's like, what tastes. It's not the damn charcoal. This is like it's people, the taste of the marinade. This is like people talking about the, the bourbons. Oh, well, if you taste the peat, uh, you know, or, peat. Or, 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 you know <laughs> or, or whatever. The, the people talking about fine drinks like they're yeah. such a big... Corn, oh, peat, you taste the huge difference between this and this? No, no. They both taste like... You know, a hard alcohol that needs to be watered down a little bit more. <laughs> to, to me, Needs an extra honestly, ice it, I, it tastes a little bit like gasoline. I rate bourbon as either smooth or not. <laughs> That's my taste. I like bourbon. Yeah. That's my taste. I can drink bourbon, but it's either smooth and doesn't or have harsh. a big kick or it's harsh. That's Those are my two levels of bourbon. A lot to get to over Love the next Darren, 30 minutes from the national headlines, and we will do that with uh, Julio Jones in the headlines, Marcelo Zuna with the Braves, uh, Chad's boy, our 360 parlay, which has not done well, but we promise is going to get <laughs> back on track. We're with it. It's going to get back on track. There's a, uh, a secret weapon that we're invoking oh. today that we'll, we'll let you know about. Uh, plus, shout out to one NFL team. That actually takes us behind the scenes for something we're not used to seeing. We've got that for you around the corner right here on Outkick 360. Outkick 360 rolls on. The crew is all here live from Blackbird Studios, the Blackbird Academy. Flat out gets it done. Uh, Over 14,000 square feet. If you are wanting to go to school uh, with a specific major in audio engineering, studio engineering, if you want to be, if you're an indoorsman like Paul and you want to be in the studio every day, if you want to get out and go on tour as a sound engineer, you can go to school for that. TheBlackbirdAcademy.com. They have everything that you may be wanting if you are passionate about audio. And they do a great job. Gave a uh, full tour this morning to uh, Lance and Jacob, uh, who have yet to seen the uh, see the full place that they have now. And they toured all nine of the world class studios right here in downtown Nashville. Guys, your quick assessment of what you were able to uh, take in as as music guys um, and and great on stage performers as you both are. 
Yeah, I was floored. I, it's a it's an incredible facility, and it would just be a dream to to record some music here. Well, you have. Yeah, you have. Right where you're sitting. <laughs> yes, we have right here at this desk, uh, <laughs> which is cool too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was it was really great. Just like a toy land of vintage equipment and and vintage equipment that's actually maintained, which is a rare thing. Like usually, when you see a bunch of vintage equipment, it's garbage. And looking at a place that's doing it right was really impressive. Yeah. Shout out to John McBride and his entire staff, Alan Ditto, um, Misha. Hope to see you soon, man. Uh, the entire cast and crew here fantastic at the blackbirdacademy.com so it's not often that tennis becomes the story in sports uh in the country but that's exactly what has happened uh with this naomi osaka story where uh and i'm gonna boil it down to the basics of the story she refused to do press conferences that are mandatory at roland garros at the french open in paris and they started fining her for not showing up to a press conference and then she decides to withdraw from the tournament after the fine because she didn't want to become a distraction to the tournament. And I know Roland Garros was taking some heat because they were basically subtweeting Osaka. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but they're tweeting it. out everyone who fulfilled their obligation. And it had all the people, pictures of people who showed up to the press conference and not Osaka the, the, the whole time. Um, it's a very weird story. And I want to be delicate about mental health issues, for sure, because it, it is an issue. And if she's dealing with anxiety problems, depression, and all that, then you know we need to honor that for certain. But this was handled very poorly, regardless of what's going on with her. If you have a, if you have a diagnosed depression, social anxiety disorder, then you need to communicate that, or someone in your camp needs to communicate that to the French Open so you're not fined and it doesn't become a big distraction because she let it out there. I mean, she left it out there like, I just don't want to do it. It was my sense of it. That's still my sense of it, quite honestly. I know she's talked about in interviews before that she is a 21-year-old child of the Internet that does not like interacting with people, that she keeps headphones, earbuds in when she's warming up to not speak to people because she's not comfortable speaking to other humans. Uh, that she hates speaking in public. She doesn't think she's very good at it. I think these are all natural fears from a lot of people. But I also don't think that saying that you are a child of the Internet and aren't good in social settings is an excuse to not do your obligations as a professional and show up and, and do press conferences that you've done in the past. Now, if this is a legitimate mental health issue, then you're off the hook. But also, you need to communicate that to the tournament that's fining you and not just come back and say, well, I'm going to withdraw now because I'm a distraction and I didn't intend for that to be the case. I think there's a lot of fascinating layers, Paul, to this Osaka story. <laughs> I think the reaction from, uh, from media members that were quick to crush her over this because this is the time media gets with people. And when you're not doing that, it's a slap in the face to media. And then the backtracking, once she releases her statement, the fact that we see this a lot, all players and athletes seem to be taking her side, other than Rafa Nadal, who said, I don't like doing press conferences either, but it's our job. It's part of our job to do it. Uh, I think it's fascinating on a lot of levels. Uh, it is her job, and I am <clears throat> virtually always going to come down on the side of the athlete having to fulfill the responsibility. 
I thought her statement after the fact was very good in which she took, uh, I thought, a good share of the blame for not kind of sorting it out in advance and doing a better job figuring it out. <clears throat> I thought Greg Couch at OutKick wrote very well about this, and I, we don't usually do this, but I'm going to read three paragraphs of his thing very quickly. And he wrote this four days ago. <clears throat> if Naomi Osaka is struggling with her mental health, then that's what she should have said. That would have been helpful. That would have been powerful, especially coming from someone celebrated as a strong woman and the world's most prominent female athlete. That's how I've always seen her. But that's not what she said this week in announcing that she's going to boycott the press during the French Open, one of tennis major championships. What she, says was that, what she said was the media are bullies. The media make athletes answer the same questions over and over. The media, quote, have no regard for athletes' mental health and this rings very true whenever I see a press conference or partake in one, end quote. Osaka didn't say that she's having a mental health issue. What she said was that the media are perpetrating mental health issues in athletes. She took it on as a cause. And I think he's dead on here, and I think he handled it well. And he took flack, of course, for doing what Skip Bayless did when Skip Bayless was dismissive of Dak Prescott's thing. And I don't think he did that at all. I think it's far more thoughtful than Skip Bayless was. I think it's an issue that deserves serious consideration. If she is having a mental health issue but feels she can also play Grand Slam tennis at the time, I think there might be room for her to be allowed to play Grand Slam tennis and find a way to make it work. Also, though, it could open the doors for a lot of people to to then say, well, I'm having a mental health issue and I don't care to talk to the press, and that's where it's a slippery slope. Part of the initial <laughs> statement, this is, didn't she say like two weeks ago that she wasn't going to do this, the the, the press side of it? This is prior to her. And that's I, what, don't that's what was, I don't know how long ahead it was. Well, um, that you quoted that, what Greg Couch was saying about exactly why she said in the, in the beginning why she wasn't going to do it because the media are bullies. Well, but she also said showing up and answering the same questions that I've answered before, you know, being asked the same question over and over again or re repeated questions, which is fine, but that's also very easy. Like, I'm reading that. This is going back a couple of weeks on this story. And using that as the, the one of the reasons why you wouldn't want to do media, I mean, that's like I mean, you can be Marshawn Lynch and show up and not, not say much. anything yeah. and be in front of a microphone. It would be That's, more challenging if she got more varied and different and better questions. If it was a right. room full of the top journalists I don't know, asking like, more probing, varied questions, that's more challenging I, for Exactly. Her. And I, I'm not going to pretend to know. I, 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 I know exactly what the tennis media is showing up and asking at these things, right? Yeah, uh, but you could presume. Yeah. Uh, I you mean, know but, what big time yeah, but media I, I'm, is like. And it could be all over the place. But... The, the idea that you can't sit there, it's not like, uh, Chad, you, and, and, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm going under the, the idea that she's just annoyed by it, uh, based on the initial statement of it. Um, the, the idea that you have to show up and put on some show, not, some, some choose to do that, but not everyone has to. And I, I get the sense that she feels like, in reading some of the comments and, and statements, prior to the, the most recent, that she feels like she has to put on some kind of, she has to enter, be entertaining, like the entertain me clown idea. And that's that's not what everybody has well, to you do. Just, you just answer questions. Plenty of people are a bore at those things. Well, and and she, and, I mean, look, she is the highest paid female athlete in the world. 
And, and she hasn't become that by putting on a show and being the court jester at press conferences throughout her career. She shows up and answers questions. And again, when you combine the initial statement about the press being bullies and being asked the same question over and over as the initial reason, and then you come back and say, you know what, joke's on you, I'm, I'm withdrawing because I've got mental health issues and I've had depression since winning the U.S. Open in, in 2018. Well, if that's the case, you continue to do press conferences in the preceding three years. You've done this throughout, and now you say something about it being a bore to you and that the press are bullied. Again, it just... She may be dealing with stuff. Everything in that statement may be true. But when you combine the two parts of this, the initial statement on why she wasn't doing it, the fact, multiple parts, the fact she got fined after the fact, that people were critical of her, it screams of someone coming back and saying, well, now the joke's on you. I've got mental health issues. And there's nothing anyone can say about it. And, Paul, that's what you're talking about. It's a slippery slope. This could become a catch-all for people that don't want to do things. Well, it's my mental health. I, I need self-care. I'm going I'm to need to not show up at this post-game interview and face the music because I've got social anxiety and I need some self-care right now. Which is a shame. It's an easy Which out. is a shame because somebody that has a real problem shouldn't suffer right. as a result of other people trying to slide under the blanket of, of a legitimate excuse. And I have no reason not to believe her. Right. I have no reason not to believe her. Uh, she seems well, like a, a sincere I will say there's person. a reason to be skeptical. We're, we're all skeptical of things. The, the reason to be skeptical is her initial statement that Greg Couch laid out, bullies. And I'm asked the same thing over and over again. I'm not going to show up. And then she doesn't show up and gets fined. And it's because I said, well, I've got mental health issues. She gave the reason to be skeptical. Again, I'm not calling her a liar. I'm not saying what she said about depression and all that isn't true. Probably is true. But if that's the issue, you need to clearly communicate that. She because didn't. if I tell you for a week straight, over and over, this is the reason I'm not doing this, this is the reason I'm not doing it, and I come back after getting criticized and say, oh, it's actually for this reason. It's, it's perfectly reasonable for people to question it is, that. But she should have been more clear. But I can understand if she's suffering from uh, some, some mental difficulties right now, how in the midst of those mental difficulties being clear might be an issue or having trouble being clear about them might be an issue and then we go back into this loop right i'm taking her at face value she's having some some mental issues and some anxiety issues she doesn't say things perfectly clearly all of this stuff trickles down out of that and it piles on and adds some some anxiety and some mental difficulties and my primary interest is that she's all right you know i i don't have to have the press conference i want her to be all right and then i want her to be able to do tournaments where she fulfills the obligations that all of her colleagues fulfill but in this instance, the press conference isn't the singular thing, and the tennis isn't the singular thing. First, you want her to be able to, to deal with the stuff that she's got going on. Then you want her to be able to, to work as a professional. But working as a professional, I don't think you can bend the rules well, for her. Yeah. Or maybe you create a rule where somebody's allowed you know, X number of days off that they can use at their will throughout the major circuit. Well, and look, this is not, as you said, Paul, some Skip Bayless hot take on mental health and all that. Obviously, we're all rooting for her if she's facing legitimate issues. Um, I also want to be clear that let's not take this 
and because it's a national conversation right now, start having people, and I'm not saying she's doing this, but to twist it into a convenient crutch well, of not doing things and obligations you don't want to do because you just want to go out and win tennis tournaments and, and play tennis, and you hate talking to people, and you hate talking to the press. So she has been on the record that she is a, quote, child of the Internet. She is a 21-year-old that has not had to speak to people. Yeah. She, there's a difference between having social anxiety and just being antisocial and want to post things on Instagram and talk to people via text and keep earbuds in so you don't have to speak to people. I do think that we, and I'm not saying she may have social anxiety. Zach Grinke almost lost his baseball career because he was so terrified of social situations that it, it, it paralyzed him. And that may be the issue with her. But we have to also clearly, because there's things that she said in interviews and things that she's done in the past and talked about it, that sounds like two different things. It's complex. I hope people have conversations like we're having here yes. where you look at all sides of it instead of this automatic kind of don't you, you know, the, the everybody's a judge pounding their gavel immediately well, making a judgment on her I, uh, without some I also, texture. I also come down with it on this. If, if she's willing to, show, to not show up and get fined, that's her prerogative. Like... I immediately think of Marshawn Lynch. He was fined multiple he times, and then he shows up, and you know he he pays Did the it. bare minimum. Kyrie Irving, uh, another great example of showing up from time to time to the media uh, gang ups that they have, uh, where the NBA says that healthy players have to be made available if upon request on uh, game days before and after every game, at least once. He'll show up and say, look, I, I'm, I don't talk to pawns, and my time is more valuable, so find me. So he's fine. He was fined two weeks ago, $35,000 for not doing a media he obligation. He doesn't care. He didn't care. And ESPN requested him, and he didn't do it. And Lynch ultimately so, gamed the system. Like, when he decided he didn't want to get fined, he went and he said, I'm just here so I don't get fined. And the league had no recourse with that, right? He showed up, Yeah. and he had the same answer to every question. And what could they do then? What, what could the uh, uh, NFL press do then? We had no recourse, really. I guess, I guess what I'm, if, if they're willing not to do it, and they know they're going to get fined for not doing it, and they do it because, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, they pay a service fee. Well, yeah. look, I, I'm, I'm with you. Totally fine with that. That's not her, though. She's not fine. Well, she was fined 15 grand. She, but she's clearly not fine with the fines based on her response and her withdrawing from the tournament. After this, well, I don't know. This, that she this sounds over the like, so and much look, she again, if she's if she's if she's got depression and social anxiety, all this, then they need to work out something in the future. But this sounds like a setup to say, I'm not doing these from here on out because I have a mental disorder, and I have mental issues, and this is for my mental health. I am withdrawing from all future press conferences unless I want to be there, and I'm not getting fined. I'm with you, Hutton. If you just say, I hate the press. I don't want to be there. It's a waste of my time. Find me. Great. That is that is their prerogative yeah. as an athlete. Or, or if she goes there and says, guys, I'm here because this is part of the job, but this is part of the job that I don't enjoy. So it's going to be very, I'm going to be very short and I'm anxious that's not fulfilling, to be here. That's fulfilling what you're asked yep, to do, though. You're fulfilling the obligation. And she could be candid and pleasant about that. Or you can be... You don't have to be, though. Kind, no, you don't have to be. But you can... Uh, she seems more likely to uh, be that way than to be like Marshawn Lynch, who was... 
I don't want to say nasty, I, I mean, but less pleasant. I, I guess I, I guess what I'm saying, like I don't understand the backlash from the media's perspective about her not speaking if she's willing not to do it and get fined fifteen thousand dollars. Like that that's in place so that it's a deterrent to make sure that everyone speaks. But if you're in a point in a position where you're willing to pay the fine, more power to you. Yeah, but those if you fines, don't want to do it. those fines are intended from the press point of view. To get you to sure. come speak, as opposed to <laughs> because a lot of people don't want to do it, don't want to you, pay the it, fine. Get you. I'm curious too, Chad. You said was it Nadal that you quoted? Yep. I'm curious what the rest of the player community has to say, particularly the the women's player circuit. The number one about, uh, is it Barty? about her. I think Barty, the number one player in the world, she was uh, outspoken against Naomi Osaka. Yeah. Saying it's it's your job. You know that that's this is part of your job, and and Nadal were the other two. I'm I'm gonna find. I could see Martina Navratilova. I read saying if you can play, you can you can talk, and I, I I do see a problem with the separation of those two. Like you can't say because of everybody else, you can't say, look, I'm well enough to come play, but I'm not well enough to come talk, because frankly, the the two are married, right? Yeah. Or if you have an obligation, like with coming to play, to there might be, I don't know what the obligations are, right? But a lot of these things, there's an obligation to go sign autographs for a half an hour and be on a stage somewhere. Well, if you can come and play, then you have to do the half hour autograph session and you have to do the media sessions and you have to do whatever. You don't have the option of just coming and playing at a golf tournament, at a tennis tournament. You have to do all of the things that are tied in to play. And if you can't do all of the things that are tied into playing for whatever reason, then you cannot play. Let me give you an and example. That might be harsh, but that's just the way it works. And that's just for showing up and, and participating in the tournament. Right? Uh, a larger example of this is the winner of the Indianapolis 500. Uh, they do a certain amount of local markets after winning the race. And every year, News Channel 5 here in Nashville is on that rotation. And you, so, it's a car wash. Elio Castroneves wins the Indy 500. After the celebration, sits on a little perch overlooking the track, and they just go rapid fire, Car. local markets. And so People are he coming, goes coming, from coming. yeah, he goes from Charlotte to Jacksonville to Nashville to Vegas, and he's talking to all these local. No guys. doubt, very repetitive. But had to, but sat and did it because that's part of winning the race, part right? Of the, like part of the gig. That that's it. Right. So if you don't want to do that, then you can't enter the race and and take the chance of winning the race. <laughs> because that comes with winning the yeah. race. So Rafa Nadal had some really good quotes on all of this, on his perspective. Uh, and, and I'll read his quotes. Without the press, we will not be the athletes and would not be the athletes that we are today. Goes on to say, we aren't going to have the recognition that we have around the world and we will not be as popular. I feel that media is important as well because they are giving us a platform to talk about our lives and our perspective and our issues. It's also important because not everybody is a pro athlete and not everybody knows what we're dealing with on the court. So it's good to speak up about these things. We have two ways to do that, media and social media. It's good to use both of these platforms and to educate people because not everyone knows what our perspective, our perspective is and we actually have a chance to say what it is and explain, so I think it's good. And Ash Barty basically said, it, it's our job. She said, well, I don't always like going to press conferences, but I try to make my time here light and better for you guys and me by lightening things up a bit. That's how I deal with it. Said I can't speak for Naomi and how she deals with it. But she said it's it's the job. And I doubt Naomi cares about this, but by not speaking to the press one time, 
she becomes the press conference and is asked that every athlete is now asked about that yes in every press setting and that and she said that in part was why she withdrew yeah because she didn't she but didn't intend on being it. the distraction and now she's the distraction because everyone's asking about her. And that's still going to be the case. I also think she could very easily have walked into those press conferences and turned herself without much effort into a sympathetic figure. She could have got a lot. And now, this is not her responsibility, I understand. No. And I don't know what stage she is. But I expect there will come a time if she is able to get things right for herself where she, and she's not obligated to do this. I'm not saying that again. But athletes who have this platform that Nadal is talking about can very easily take this stage and become a spokesperson for the very thing that she's struggling with and help numerous people who have the same issue that she has and help destigmatize it. It's been destigmatized a lot, but there's still a long way to go on mental health stuff. And, and she could say to thousands, hundreds of thousands of kids out there who have a similar thing, I'm not comfortable up here, and this is really hard for me, but I've found ways to, to deal with elements of my life and my job that I'm not particularly comfortable with. And then that trickle-down message, who knows how many little girls and little kids and adults that she could affect that way. And you hope in the long term that's part of what comes out of this for her down the line. Well, I, she, and look, she could still do that with that statement she put out. She didn't have to say that in a press conference. She released her statement. It was a good statement. It was a good statement. She could help a lot of people moving forward that deal with the same issues. I just really hope that it's not what it appears to be because of her initial statements that this is a way to get out of future press conferences. Hope not. And I hope that she decides, I'm going to push through this and talk about it at future press conferences. It may conferences. take time. Right. It may take time. Hit us up on the YouTube chat through the exclusive Outkick 360 channel. You can search us out, Outkick 360 channel on YouTube. We hope you'll subscribe. We hope you'll ring that bell every time we go live and every time we post new content. Like yesterday, for instance, uh, whenever we posted the, the video, if you haven't seen it, you can go back and watch uh, the video where we unveiled the top three, or the first three, I should say, the first three on the enemies list for OutKick 360. So uh, you can check that out. You can see the names that we've added to that. It's all available on the YouTube channel for OutKick360, and you can also join the chat on there. Paul's a part of it. I'm about to log in during the break. Uh, you can join us there. Coming up, what's the, the real value, the true trade value for Julio Jones? Multiple, multiple reports over the last four days about what teams are willing to give up, what the Falcons are willing to accept, where certain teams are in the pecking order of making certain offers. Uh, we'll get into all of that, plus the Rays, are they looking at Nashville? That was another big story over the weekend. We've got that and more straight ahead. Uh, two ways to help you with ED, with erectile dysfunction. We, we hit on one of them already in the show. Grilling. Go buy a grill. That'll, <laughs> that'll help you. Also, MyDrHank.com will help you. Erectile dysfunction affects over half of all men. It does not have to make you feel like half of a man. Since 2017, my Dr. Hank. Making America hard again. My Dr. Hank helps you get low-cost ED meds and to overcome the psychological and emotional barriers to getting ED treatment. No such thing as too hard unless you're nope. talking about the meat that you're grilling. <laughs> you don't want the meat that you're grilling to be too hard, but Dr. Hank can help in the other department. They secure your prescription, ship it to you discreetly every month for as low as $2 per pill. 
mydrhank.com slash outkick. And uh, the first sign up, you get 50% off your first subscription order. I am big on the big discounts. 50% off is substantial. Tell Dr. Hank that we sent you. It's simple to do that. Go to mydrhank.com slash outkick. mydrhank.com slash outkick. Outkick 360 across the Outkick network. If you're listening on podcast, post-show, we appreciate you. We hope you'll subscribe and leave us a review along with a rating. Uh, and if you're listening in Knoxville, shout out to Fan Run Radio, Fox Sports Knoxville, and the great crew there. Got a great station right there in East Tennessee. Marcelo Zuna arrested over the weekend. Was this Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon? It was like 1230 in the afternoon on yeah. Friday or Saturday one. Um, uh, for aggravated assault by strangulation. Uh, where In the report, the officer witnesses this, uh, where his hand is around a woman's throat, pushing her uh, against a wall, I believe, are the details of this. Um, so not only were officers called to the scene, it's witnessed by an officer as he arrives. Um, See one of the guys they got on a super cheap contract, Chad? No, no, it's not. He's the one that's the high paid guy. But the Braves can get this back. Uh, they can get some of this yeah, money back. They can, they can, they can claim a lot of this money because of this yeah. felony. Right. Um, oh, it's it's terrible. First off, he's been from a baseball perspective really bad this year. Uh, after signing that big contract, uh, he breaks multiple fingers sliding, so he's on the sixty day IL. He's already out now. He's out for a while, and then this happens. And keep in mind, it doesn't specify who made the 911 call. That's right. But um, if his wife made the 911 call, it takes time for the officers to respond. They get there, and then he, they catch him in the act of choking her. And she did have, she was not taken to the hospital, but she did have visible marks on her body uh, where this was taking place. Just disgusting by Marcelo Zuna from a, a criminal standpoint. Awful news for the Braves. Things go from bad to worse for them with the injuries they've been having. And now their high-paid investment for the next four years in Ozuna as an outfielder, um, I mean, appears to be dead. I don't, I don't see him coming back as a Brave from this. Unless you ask um, Chip Carey, yes. who said that he's a, what is it, injury limbo is what I sent you guys from Awful I Nelson. hate a good share of these hometown broadcasters who don't tell the truth about their team. I find it contemptible that he sweeps this under the rug. And apparently, I would presume the broadcast fails to mention entirely that this guy is in severe legal trouble. I watched a lot of yesterday's game. I watched the Open specifically to see how they handled it. There was not one mention from Jeff Francoeur or uh, Skip Carey in the Open. Um, I cut them a little bit of slack only because they may have been told by the team not to say anything. Well, the they team are, they can't, are employees. can't not talk about it. They are employees of the t Well, the team issued a statement and said, that's all we're going to say about it now. Until the we've, uh, we've We have to refer to the statement to the during the broadcast. I, I agree. Now, again, I, I didn't pay attention to every inning of the game. Maybe at some point they showed the statement and read it. Um, and even in the awful announcing story, we said, they said, we didn't watch the whole broadcast. Maybe it came up again, but this is not a good look when Chip Carey refers to it as he's in injury limbo when talking about Marcelo. That guy's Zona. not very competent. I've had my issues with him in the past. He's not good. Well, the, 
neither is this. Uh, so he, uh, Ozuna's not having, he, he's not allowed to have contact with his wife. His wife was arrested on domestic assault in Miami a year ago. Um, so this this is not the first incident between the two. Get away from each other. Yeah, maybe break up. Get the hell away from each other. Yeah, well, I think they're going through a divorce. Yeah, um, maybe 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 just uh, officially restraining order on both sides at this point, and don't get, come around. Talk each to other. lawyers. Yeah, uh, it's a sixty-five million dollar contract over four years, is what he signed. Was it last year with the Braves? This past offseason. So he was on a one-year deal a year ago. He was great in that Braves run to Game 7 of the NLCS against the Dodgers. And he's been a big disappointment this year. A lot of Braves have been disappointing outside of Ronald Acuna Jr., though, and uh, Austin Riley, who's been great. But he's, he's been one of the big disappointments. It's why the Braves haven't been over 500 all year. Every time they get to 500, I think they're a game behind right now. They get up to 500 and can't get past that mark. Julio Jones and the Titans, or is it the Rams or the Patriots? Or Ravens. any other team that's mentioned over the weekend tied to Atlanta and trade talks. We'll, we'll tell you uh, about some of these reports, rec most recently as this morning, and the real trade value that's being discussed for the Star Wideout. That is next as we kick off the Tennessee Power Hour on Outkick 360. Hey, it's Jonathan Hutton. Thanks for listening to Outkick 360. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have the latest podcast delivered to you each and every day. And give us five stars. It helps us grow our network and provide you with more great podcasts like this one.